The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Oh, yeah! This is the Cigar Authority. Have uh, you any imported cigars? The authority on everything cigar in and out of the cigar industry. We're on a mission from God. With your host, a jelly donut, David Garofalo. How did it get here? Mr. Jonathan. I hear you. And I care. Barry Stein. I can use my spare glove compartment underwear as a napkin. And Ed Sullivan. They don't have a listing for Mr. Wonderful. What uh, spelling did you use? It's time to light them up. Smoke if you got them. It's time for the Cigar Authority. I got a fever. And the only prescription is more cowbell. Really? Really? I'm the one ringing the bell by myself. It wasn't in show notes. We don't have any, so we didn't know how to do it. Ringing the bell is never in the show notes. Already you've taken it too far. <laughs> That's it. Broadcasting live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the Cigar Authority, and this is the show about nothing and cigars. What We're doing this. Can you mute that? Are you fucking? Didn't even realize it was on. How can you not hear that? <laughs> I, I don't listen when I'm on the show and up here. And we're off and running, and this is how it starts. Because we got nothing going on. You've Welcome really, to the Cigar Authority. You've really taken this already to heart. I mean, the, the folks from Cigar Journal Magazine said we are the greatest show about nothing and cigars. And we've been talking about doing it. And having nothing, and this is the show. It's too far. The, the, the show notes are less than a page. You weren't so kidding. It's only what we need to have here, but we got nothing. I'm Either. doing my thing. So, Dave. Don't you always? Today, we don't have to pretend we like each other even, right? No, we don't do that. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> beautiful. You're listening to The Cigar Authority now in its ninth year, making the you're longest. Reading, you're reading notes. Yeah. Continually running <laughs> cigar podcasts. I have to do it. You have to do Awarded it. the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the top 10 educational podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast <laughs> in the yet. world. Cigar Radio, clearly at its finest. Yeah, no, the Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, and you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Yeah, I'm going with nothing. He's, he's not grasping it. You are... You're loaded up with notes. I'm not loaded up with notes. I got mailbags coming out of the ass over here. All right. So maybe we'll need them. We I'm may need them. Kind of convinced we do. <clears throat> All right. I want to smoke a cigar, so I'm gonna smoke. Uh, I'm gonna smoke this. I'm a, I have something old and something new, and both. In and my your opinion, pants are blue. Do you have anything borrowed? borrowed? No. It could be your wedding I day. I don't know, but I am going to a wedding as soon as I leave here. All I know is that Scott, cello. Scott Venn getting married. That cello is the same color as a cigar almost. This is old. So I don't know how many years I've had. It's got to be 20 years on this. This is the Atoro Fuente Between the Lines, probably 20 years old. Show, show that cellophane on there, those that are watching this. This is old. Oh, it doesn't show up so old on there. No. Huh? Uh, hang on, maybe if it's... If you look close enough, there's almost a barber pole to the cellophane. Yeah, put, put it against your pasty skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't touch it. Don't touch it on your skin. Ugh. It's gross. It's now extra oily. I'm going to have to burn yeah. it. I'm You're going to have to burn it. What are you going to smoke? All right, so you're smoking that. I've decided uh, that I'm going to go with the Aroa First 20 Colorado. It, you look uh, at the notes. Features. Look at the notes. You can't do it. It's regular production. It. It's a Corojo wrapper, and the binder and filler is Honduran, and it is made... In the Aladino factory. 
You're looking at notes. <laughs> Whatever. I'm not looking at any notes. This is between the lines, 20 years old-ish. In my humidor, sitting there. I don't what know anything your, about it. What makes your it's method ca- of doing it? Cameroon and Maduro because it's, it's from my knowledge. I have no notes to it. I'm just mm-hmm. telling you what I know about it. And um, I know it was a lot of money. It was a big deal to get it at the time. Yeah. You just couldn't get them. Um, That's probably the most price gouge cigar in the absolutely. industry today. It's ridi- it's so small and so ridiculous. I've seen priced. it for $30 in stores. It has like, what, a $9 MSRP or $12 and, and, MSRP? And, and that's too much because it's so little. It, it's basically well, a bestseller with a bumper yeah, pole. Yeah, so because it has that, because it has that strip of Maduro on there, it becomes... And the Maduro cap. Yeah, which I'm going to cut right off, so I lose that. So you smoking, Barry? Yeah, I'm kicking it old school today with some cigars that changed the way I started enjoying cigars. So when I started smoking, I smoked Macanudo Robusta, the the Macanudo that had the big big R on it. Yeah. So why aren't you lighting one of those up? I haven't seen those in, I don't know, 15 years, if not more. They stopped making them, didn't they? Yeah, or if they did, they still make them. If they do, it's a different so band. You, so you were the one that bought it because it actually was the cigar that made no sense. Macanudo <laughs> was made as a mild cigar, and people who like mild cigars mm-hmm. smoke Macanudo. Mm-hmm. So they said, now we're going to make a full-bodied cigar, and we're going to call it Macanudo. Anybody who wanted full-bodied cigars would not be caught dead smoking a Macanudo, and Anybody who liked that flavor wouldn't even try it because it said Macanudo on it. So it was doomed. See, and for me, when I went into a cigar store for the first time, it was a brand that I knew. But I didn't like the way the lighter cigars looked. Christine, yeah. if you flip those two switches right underneath the clock, that'll uh, suck all that fresh air out of that window you just opened. <laughs> there we go. Beautiful. You could tell she's comfortable with us because she just she doesn't ask anymore. She just goes over good, the window, good. opens it up. I love that. That's it. I love that. So she does any more work than that? I'm gonna have to stop paying her. <laughs> no, nobody even does shit. I think I yet. saw her dust a couple cobwebs <laughs> over there too while All she right. was at it. So after I learned the difference between a generic cigar and a good cigar, I started smoking Padron 1964 Anniversarios. Not that Macanudo was not a good cigar. It just seemed it, odd that they tried to. It was mass produced. They tried to be a full-bodied brand when the brand itself was synonymous to mild. I was in the business for a long time. Macanudo was the you know, if if you talk mild, pick a brand. And I totally Macanudo, get it. Right? The well, sixty-seven-year-old customers would smoke the mild Macanudo. Yeah. Your grandfather's Connecticut. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> your grandfather's Connecticut. Synonymous. Well, with your let's grandfather's let's then talk about Padron's kerfuffle. Kind of known to be medium and full-bodied, and then they come out with a Connecticut to try to go after a milder market, and, then, and it's a flop. And in total fairness. We pushed that. We pushed it as hard as we could. We pushed that to happen. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant when we took it in, we pushed because I mean, there was. We took a cigar apart and put Connecticut on it just to show them that. Correct. Look, look at this. Connecticut and also <laughs> look, here's how you do it. <laughs> yeah. So they stopped acting, taking our call. So, so it seems like you guys really prepared. I came here with nothing and just pulled a cigar out of my well, bag. Well, so did I. Yeah. I just pulled it as, as, as I was walking. I just grabbed it. You, you just have more interesting things to pull from. So I'm going with, I've been smoking a ton of them, the Aganorsa Leaf Signature. Oh, yeah. yeah. The is, one. Is there any left? Uh, I think we've got a few singles. We got, we, we got more in. Yeah, we had oh, sold right. through the, uh, the Lonsdale there. All right. That they called the Corona, Corona Gorda. Corona Gorda, which is what I'm smoking. Well, I grabbed a box on the day they came in. I smoked one and said, I, I need cigar. to own those. Yeah, good cigar. 
You still got him. Oh, you, he just got one. Okay. Nice. He got one. All right, let's give it a cut. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Look at no, no, no notes. <laughs> Perdomo is the cigar. While all other cigars were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality. Tradition. Tradition and excellence. I want to go with quality, comfort, and price. That's, that's nice. nice because that's the local TV commercial on a furniture store around here. And I hear that more often than I hear quality, tradition, tradition and, and excellence. 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 But that's Perdomo. You guys have bread and butter pickles before? Yes, I like those. All right. So imagine if you had bread and butter pickles You know, in about a medium-sized jar. Just dump it out. Because you want the jar. There's going to be a little bit of aroma in the jar. And then make cherry Kool-Aid in that jar. And that's the cold drawer in this Aroa First 20. And you know something? Nobody can say it's not because the only person smoking that is him. It's pickled cherry Kool-Aid. <laughs> and I'll tell you, it's goddamn delicious. And it's good, right? <laughs> Two things you th- wouldn't think would go together. And here you go. I had a little battle with... Uh, I don't know if this is going to taste like anything because it's actually 20 years old. Yeah, it's old. I had a battle with Skip Martin. He's into uh, brewing his coffee cold. And I said, the one that you did, is does it, does it have a chocolatey component? Because I like coffee that has a little chocolatey undertone. And he said, no, Mr. J, it tastes like coffee. Mm. And then there's a whole thread of people breaking my balls about how I taste food flavors in... Uh, everything. Everything. Even if it's not food. You're a closeted fat guy. That's all it is. You equate everything to food. A closeted something, buddy. All right. Today, we're going to light our cigar with the Lotus Mercury. The Lotus Mercury features single action. You press the button down, and it lights. you got two jets that are pointed in toward each other, so you get pinpoint accuracy and the power of two flames, an easy adjustment wheel, and a flip-out bullet punch, all for the low price of twenty nine ninety nine. That's the Lotus Mercury. Nice, nice looking. It's got those fins on it to keep it cool. It makes it look cool, but it doesn't keep it cool. All right, I got nothing. Yep, show's <laughs> over. Thanks, to, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. I talked while you guys were lighting. What the hell? So uh, so did I miss anything this week? I was on vacation. You're on vacation. And you're still on vacation. You got a couple more days. You got another uh, 36 hours. You miss, uh, we had a little 30 third anniversary sale mm-hmm. I did unbelievable I lost a ton of money but That's thank, true. thank you to uh, all the customers who showed up it was crazy crazy numbers of sales but uh, 33 years in the business right now it's unbelievable if I think about it it's a third of a century and it's way more than I ever thought I would last in this business it's way longer than I thought I would last just a short amount of time I've been with yeah. you yeah nobody expected me to last as long as I no, have no amazing <laughs> And your, your vacation was full of eating and smoking and uh, drinking? Uh, yeah, a lot of all of the above. Yeah. And then some. I uh, went to New York on Wednesday, left at 6 in the morning from New Hampshire. Drove all the way down to the 9-11 Memorial. My wife wanted to go see it. Yeah. Um, I couldn't bring myself to go, having lived in New York City. So she went with a friend. And then from there, we drove up to my friend's restaurant, Patricia's, which I mentioned on mm. the show numerous times, and ate like an animal. Started out with antipasta, that we followed it up with clams, mussels, and shrimp with a little bit of arugula and an Asian fusion. Arugula, it's a vegetable. A, uh, Asian-Italian fusion type gravy to it. And uh, after that, we had uh, Chilean sea bass 
And then after that, we Kick had, his ass, Seabass. <laughs> after that, we had money bag pasta and uh, squidding pasta. And then uh, I would have tapped out after the first course. And then New Zealand lamb chops and some filet mignon. Oh my god! It's still going. And, yep. And then followed by tatufo and tiramisu. Nice. And there might have been four or five bottles of wine drank. Wow. Did, did you have an espresso to cap yeah, it off? Yes, I had the espresso, and my All wife right. made fun of me because I drink it with the pinky up. There we go. And then drive home with that full belly? No, then we went. We said if we leave now, we're going to get stuck in rush hour, so we went to the old cigar shop I used to hang out, Cigar Inn in New York City. Okay, which is different now. Very different. Cat's on a Cristo? Yeah, the selection is pretty much one thing and one thing only. Yeah. But then it's, you know, a, a sprinkling of Padron, a sprinkling of Davidoff. Did they change the look? I loved it inside there, how it was looked. And the amazing thing to me is I walked in, I looked to the right, and there was somebody looking at me on the wall, and it was Barry Stein. There was a cartoon of Barry Stein on the wall inside there. There's a mural that surrounds the store. The, the original owners recognized all their smokers by putting them up on the wall that's still there. Still there. So still you're, there. you're the norm. I'm the norm. Yeah. That, uh, that Nothing location. normal about me, but I'm the norm. So I'm in there. I'm talking to people, and a guy walks in and says, you're David Garofalo. And I'm like, holy God. And he goes, how's Barry Stein? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. And it was uh, your old partner there. Then. Yeah, that's who I went down to meet for lunch okay. and had a cigar, watched the first inning of the Yankee game, and then drove five hours home. Baba Cheers? Uh, no, no, no. We sat in, uh, there were Baba chairs in there. Leather chairs. Yeah. They changed that. Oh yeah. They, they I guess they changed the furniture a little bit, okay. but everything else is pretty much the same. All right. They, they sold socks in there too. That's what I found very weird. Men's they, socks. They got rid of all of that. It was, really? it was the, it was the quintessential gentleman shop. Cufflinks, ties, socks. Yeah. Um, right. cigars. I love socks. You do love socks. Big- I, I could get down with, with. Selling socks. Big selection of socks, but they're going to smell like smoke. Selling socks in a cigar shop. Who cares? Shop. It's better than feet. Yeah. If anything, well, it's like potpourri. And I, after I buy them, they're going to smell like smoke anyway, so I'm good. I couldn't believe the selection of socks. You ever and, used and, your socks? And your type of, of socks, Ed Sullivan. Yeah. With all pitches on them and happy well, socks, they call them. Happy socks. Dave, you probably can't see them, but I got the Snack Authority socks oh, on today. With all right. The, with the little skulls. Yeah. Do we have little uh, chocolate bars? Because today we did uh, milk chocolate bars today on the Snack Authority. Delicious. And we, put, we matched three against each other. It was pretty awesome. What came I came in, you know, were wired. You were on a sugar yeah. high. Now it seems like you're crashing a little <laughs> I'm bit. I'm going to What is the appeal of the show about nothing that has drawn out such a large studio audience? I don't audience? know. This is about... Four times larger than our regular studio audience. <laughs> it's like driving on a highway. It's an accident. You're going to slow down yeah. the look. You want to yes. come and see the They're train wreck. They're hoping they see a decapitation yeah. along the way. It's going to be a train wreck. And, uh-huh. you know, and you know what it is, right? All right, let's take care of some business that we have to take care of. Um, the ding, ding. It's time for the matchup of the week brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair cigars. Today, Rocky versus Raging Bull. The movies, Rocky versus Raging Bull. You saw them both, right? Yep. yep. It's not like The Godfather, the crazy movie that nobody sees. Hit me again. Rocky versus again. Raging Bull. Harder. Hands down. It's, this is easy. It's Rocky all the way. Yeah, there was no Raging Bull, one, two, three, four, five. No, but Raging Bull won the movie of the decade, I believe. Does Jake LaMotta have a statue? Because Raging Bull was Jake LaMotta, right? 
Yes. Does he have a statue in Philadelphia like Rocky Balboa? Jake Lamada was a real person. Joe Frazier was actually <laughs> Joe <laughs> Frazier was, really was a- from Philly, and and Philly has a statue of Rocky, a fictitious character yes. that is not even from Philly. They've got a real world champion boxer that's from there. They don't pay homage to him at all. Right. The, the only, I have to go with Rocky. The only thing about Rocky You have to go with Rocky. Is, yeah. it, it, Rocky has this cartoonish... It's icon- He's Ridic- iconic. The movie costs like nothing to make. The original. They're still I making Rockies. 47 bucks, I think, they spent on that yeah. movie. And the one that came out last year where Rocky... It was in the 70s. That's worth hundreds now. <laughs> hundreds. The one that came out last year where Rocky trained Apollo Creed's son. Yeah, Creed. That was phenomenal. Creed. It was very good. It like did even miss a beat to the ser- to the, the series. The only one that really Raging sucked. Bull was the movie of the decade. Yeah, decade. no one cares. And it was like three hours long, wasn't it? it yeah, was a long was, movie. A lot of character development, black and white, lots of thing. And it, can you name any lines from that movie? Yeah, hit yeah. me again. All right, no, Carter. Does it have a, like a memorable line? Could like, have been cut a me contender. Yo, Adrian. Where's your hat? Yeah, there's there's so much going mm-hmm. on with Rocky. It's got to be Rocky. And it had the penguin in it, right? The Penguin. Yeah, Burgess Meredith. Meredith. Oh, I totally forgot that he had played the Penguin. He's the sure. He was the old guy in Grumpy, Grumpy Your Old Men. So a definite Rocky. Nothing definite Rocky. You. And I'm now also adding Grumpy Your Old Men into the mix. It's Rocky and Grumpy Old Men. <laughs> to Raging Bull, the movie of the decade. And yes, definite Rocky. Raging Bull, the movie 100%. of the decade to whom? Scarficionado? Rudy agrees with you, though. He says it's Raging Bull. And you, and you, you saw Raging Bull, right? Yes, I have. Yeah. Right. You have to watch Once. it this weekend again. You got to watch it again. Yeah, I've Ru- seen Rocky 30 Ru- times. Rudy's really smart, so I'm going with Rudy. It's Raging Bull. Yeah. Rudy the movie? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's the best football movie of all time. Rudy. I'm sure Never Rudy agrees with that. <laughs> so, I think we got a complete tie here. Yeah. Raging Bull, Raging Bull, Rocky. Rocky yeah. gets one vote for every Rocky movie they made. That's six votes times I'm two. Smart, We're I'm up to 12. I'm right, you're wrong. And there's nothing Some, you can some do of them about. suck the Rocky movies, like Rocky Five. Was Rocky terrible. Five was terrible. Was I, Rocky I, the best Rocky movie, or was Rocky Three better than Rocky? Rocky Two was the best Rocky movie. Rocky Two was very how good. How high up does it go? Like 30? There's uh, five regular Rockies, then there's the Rocky where he. Was a lead kind of computer generated going to fight the other guy? And mm. however that played out. Did it? And then Creed. So we're up it, to seven. Okay. Adrian didn't get any spinoffs or anything. No, Adrian's no. dead in the last one. I hate to oh my burst God. everyone's bubble. Well, I didn't even know she was sick. Spoiler yeah. alert Adrian's <laughs> dead. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> there was no major plot hung on the fact that she was dead. So I didn't give much away there. So, Yo, Adrian, the movie. Yeah. Yo, um, so she wanted too much money, and they killed her. So I, I do have. Uh, I would say Rocky made more money. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, All right. was black and white. Who wants to watch a black and white movie? It was a great movie. I know it's not on the show notes here, but could I do a mailbag? Because I've got a little do whatever you want. All right, I got, a, I got a, I got a little battle with this Poussois Nicholas Whoa. who got himself a little butt hurt. So instead of reading his email, because he's such a wuss, what I did was... Way way to make friends. friends, Go ahead. What I did was... people. You read that book, I recorded the email in the bitch voice that comes in my head when I read his emails. 
And uh, it sounds a little bit like this, Ed Sullivan, if you'd See, indulge us. See, this is us. being prepared for the show. Go ahead. I owned a 1976. That's not the one. <laughs> I want to thank Mr. Jonathan for reading my show idea on the podcast a couple of weeks ago and calling it dumb. It's that kind of comment that will encourage this new listener to continue to engage with the show. I mean dumb. Really? Come on. It wasn't that bad. It's okay. I'm not going to take it personally. Dave liked the idea, although maybe that doesn't help my argument. You got something better. Smart guy, how about best cigar to pair with Golden Girls reruns? That better? Best cigar to pair with your first prostate exam or maybe best cigar to pair with your five-year-old having a meltdown at 2.30 in the morning because you won't let her go outside to ride her bike or how about best cigar to pair with the panic that sets in when you realize that once again you lost the mortgage payment betting on football. Think you can make a show out of those? My first show suggestion and your boy called it dumb. One hell of a welcome. I'm not mad though. Here's a show idea. I pay Barry $500 to drop a bowling ball on Mr. Jonathan's foot. Run with that dumb idea. Though if you use that idea I'll need Dave to give me $500. And maybe he can kick in a little extra so I can bet the Jets game this weekend. Well, if he bets the Jets Thursday, he would have lost. Browns beat them for the first time in 600-something days. <laughs> I thought you were going to say 600 years. <laughs> so this was the guy that said, you didn't preface it, this is the guy that said we should do a show where we pair cigars and movies. Cigars and right. movies, which I loved. Like, what would you what would you pair with uh, Bull Run? But what's Bull Run? You mean Raging, uh, Raging Bull? Bull? I'm sorry, Raging Bull. Raging Bull would, would probably have to be something full-bodied Lef- that would kick out a firecracker, the Dominicana, double, double a hero. hero. Absolutely. Perfect, perfect period. I can taste it right now. Yeah. You wouldn't smoke that cigar while you're watching the movie. Therefore, it is not a good pairing. It would for be you. a perfect pairing. For someone who smokes full bodied cigars. So then now you can't watch the movie. Doesn't matter. I'm pairing it for everybody, including <laughs> myself. A double the hero. I'd just get a bigger ring gauge because we all know that they're mild, yeah. right? Oh, my God. <laughs> just, just get one of those. Yeah. Get one of those diggers. It's a long movie. Yeah. All I know, all I know, is that thing read the email better than Jonathan. Yes, it did. This might be the new new reader. Barry's, Barry's thinking about using it for his asylum bits. Yeah. Speaking of reading well, so how did you do that? That's for me to know, buddy. Uh, all right. Well, Siri has a setting for. You can uh, be replaced with Siri. Do it, <laughs> please, please. Yeah, that's a good good uh, idea. Siri has a, a setting. Send your cards you can... and letters into well, we'll have to have a little vote on that, right? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be painful. Uh, you select all and you scroll to the right and it says speak and it'll just read what you what is written. So I want give me that piece of paper. Give me the written copy of that because those are all excellent choices. They're of, terrible. No, they're all very good. <laughs> they're all very good. I, including I, the bowling ball. Yeah, that was no, a the good bowling one. ball was good. <laughs> Glad he didn't say drop it on my balls, but the foot's one thing. Speaking well, of uh, lower extremities, Barry passed, doesn't need any help. Have you passed your stone? No, it's all in there. So huh. what's happening? Oh, this a long time. Every once in a while, it burns a little extra when I pee. I mean, the burning is kind of normal at this point. Get it from the base, squeeze it yeah. out like toothpaste, Darn and it. then <laughs> just get it out. Jonathan, you were screened for venereal diseases, correct? At one point. Yeah. Recently. No. All right. Should I be? I don't know. It's up to you. If I got something, I'm going to have to have a conversation with my wife. Yeah? You're going to go with that, huh? 
All right. We got, any, got anything? How about how's the cigar taste? Let's talk about cigars for a second. This is two hours. We're never going to get through it. We're never going to get through it. Yeah, we did. Fine. We did the first half hour pretty well. Yeah, it's, not, it's 24 we, minutes in. 24 <laughs> minutes. Let's talk about cigars for a little bit. You smoke cigars during your vacation? A lot. All right. Uh, let's see. I had like four on the way down to New York and four on the way back to New York. That's right. Windows rolled up. Uh, on the way back, because my wife was complaining it was cold, then she was complaining it was too smoky, and I had to open the windows. <laughs> then it was too cold again. Just do the trick of this window and that window, pop them a crack, and you get a little cross ventilation. That's what I did, and she still complained it was cold. Fair enough. So I'm going to tell you, this is burning very slow. It tastes very good. It's a lot of money for the cigar, but I'm pleasantly surprised how Especially good this is. Especially given it's 20 years old. Very good. It looks beautiful, too. Does it still yeah, have the it, sweetness from the Cameroon? It does. Cameroon and Maduro. This is when Cameroon was Cameroon, anyway. I, it's never been the same, but look pretty damn nice, right? No glue on the outside. Yeah, this huh. looks it's good. Which is unusual for Fuente. Mm. Fuente's no yeah. one. Very nice. Mine, uh, the band came off really easy. First off, it's taping anyway, mm-hmm. but uh, the cigar shrunk over 20 years a little bit. Hmm. Shrinkage. Yeah, just like people. We shrink. Was it in the pool? <laughs> it was cold. <laughs> My uh, Aroa First 20 Colorado is uh, really very cedary. Uh, without. <laughs> he says, no, it's not. Uh, he wouldn't know. He wouldn't it doesn't know. matter if I'm smoking it. I'm projecting. Are you sure it doesn't taste like butter on a Pop-Tart? <laughs> it does not taste like butter on a Pop-Tart. Have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? It's so good. Have you ever put butter If this is your idea of filling time, it sucks. Hey, that was we 10 pro- seconds. We, we actually promised somebody we would play that, so. Someone was calling for it, yeah. Uh, it was a request. So, yep. Send your request and letters to the Cigar Authority. <laughs> we need them. Yeah. It's cedar and uh, dark brown sugar. Yeah. That I'm picking up on this. I didn't know brown sugar came in shades. It does. It does. There's light brown sugar, regular brown sugar, so and dark brown sugar. So some people would just say molasses for that flavor. I don't. I, no, I understand. It's different. You go deep. And Barry, what are you smoking again? I'm smoking the 64 Anniversario Natural Principe. This was your 100 rated? It was my 100 rated back in the day. Your first 100 rated. And how do you feel about it today? Um, 92, 93. It's, it's still a consistent cigar that's full of flavor. Exquisite burn line. But I think my palate has changed where it's no longer a personal 100. But I could see where some people would still consider it to be. I'd give it now in the very high 90s. And it is the natural. You'd probably go to the Maduro now. No, on the 64, I spoke really? nothing but the naturals. Oh. On the 26s, I prefer the Maduros. Oh, all right. And they are the same exact leaf, by the way, for everybody out there. Yeah. It's just color sorted, yeah. period. That's it. And we got that from the man himself. Uh, that's the way it is. And Ed Sullivan, what are you smoking? Just something out of your box there? Yeah, I'm smoking the Aganorsa. Oh, yeah? Just leaf something you bought signature. a box of? It's delicious every time. And uh, you're going to save some because it's over? It's no. a one and done, supposedly? Or? No, and you know what made this one better? I didn't like the foil like I did. Ah, yeah. Way, you know? That's right. You mentioned that before. Yeah. All right, I think we're going to take a break. And uh, we'll regroup, and we'll come back with something, hopefully, hopefully. Uh, I definitely have the Don Raphael Offer of the Day on board. And Cigar Journal actually had their awards show yesterday. Nice. They, they were nice enough to give me the answers a week in advance. 
but please don't tell anybody. And I didn't, but I have all the answers right here, and we'll have a little test with you and see uh, if you figure out the right ones. So that's it. We're going to be back in just a minute. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. There was a time when cigars were the hallmark of elegance and success. In this time gone by, the aficionado would revel in opening a beautiful box, only to find their favorite celebratory smoke emblazoned with a heritage-laden band. It's time to put the bundle down and travel back to this golden age. For your voyage, may we humbly suggest the only cigar worthy of being packaged in a handmade marble box. Berlin Wall Series from Hammer & Sickle. Live well. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta. The Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. America's favorite love story takes on a modern zeal with this A.J. Fernandez collaboration. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, crafted in Esteli, Nicaragua, is a contemporary take on the rich and robust profile of the Romeo by Romeo collection. This exceptional premium offering employs an aged San Andreas wrapper considered one of the most flavorful leaves used in today's premium cigar market. Handcrafted in Nicaragua by cigar master A.J. Fernandez, full-flavored, dressed in a stunning San Andreas wrapper, rich in bold profile with notes of dark chocolate, spice, and licorice, and available in four sizes, Robusto, Toro, Pyramid, and Short Magnum, competitively priced under $10. Romeo San Andreas by Romeo y Julieta, the Romeo y Julieta love story with a bold and modern twist. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Christoph. Take it for a ride. 
1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. I want to tell you about my friend Hochi Blanco, a fourth-generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Hochi's factory, Tobacalera Palmer, has produced a cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special, using an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper surrounding a Dominican blend of Piloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and a varietal that Hochi named T112. With the exception of the wrapper, Hochi grows all of the La Galera tobaccos himself and carefully watches over every step. The flavor, smooth, but still offering plenty of flavor in all sizes, paying homage to the people and tools used in the factory. Now for the amazing part. La Galera, Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera, Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut cigar because they demand more. This is Jose Dominguez from Jose Dominguez Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we're back. We show, are back. Show about nothing. No more bubbles. Are you? Uh, no, this is a new one because we had everybody in town for the anniversary party. And uh, while we got them, we got them for nice, clean, fresh, new bumpers. Nice. That's what you call it, a bumper. Why, why bubbles? He started out everything with bubbles, bubbles. Bubbles, bubbles. Oh, and, bamos. You know, we won't Sound name like names, but Dave knows that some of these bumpers were challenging. Oh, my God. You so, witnessed one of them. <laughs> and, and Ed is showing his skills right now yeah, as being is. a producer of editing out right. a bump. It's a simple thing. This is so. This is blank, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority in the United Podcast Network. Well, let me tell you. And Jose Dominguez, just to be fair, was a single take. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then you got... You got guys like uh, Nelson, right? He his nailed it. His English who, uh, is not perfect. His English is is weak, and his desire to go off the script is high. <laughs> <laughs> so he starts off reading the script, and then just goes out into left field and starts telling his life story. And it's like, dude, just say the company. You don't have to give the company's history. Just the company. Right. Right. So that's that. So. Uh, I'm I'm actually surprised. I was prepared to kind of distance the guy because it's price so high. It's people. Everybody. Well, I got to get the short, the between the lines one. It's it's between the lines is the short story. It just has a strip of tobacco added to it. No big deal, and it costs three times as much. 
What a ripoff. No, not so. You're digging it. I'm shocked. Huh. I'm shocked. It's now, very, very good. You, Again, it's 20 years old. Now, do you love it? I love it. You love this shit, don't you? I love this I lo- shit. I love it. George Padron knows. <laughs> he knows I love it. I've, uh, I've, um, I often forget about the Aroa First 20, but there's a little theme because I, I went around at the last minute to pick out my cigars, not wanting to have any plan at all. So the last minute, I put something together. All week, you were freaking out on me. And I'm said, freaking on, out because I'm still. Ready here. Let's get something so we don't have anything. I'm still we waiting for the other foot, the other shoe to drop. There's no drop. You've got this something a, up your sleeve. There's nothing. something going on. The only thing I got to do is I got to do the Cigar Journal Awards because they were nice enough to pass them so on So you to me. did have some show prep. They sent it to me. Hey, I, I don't worry. Looked, I haven't looked at it. I printed my uh, guesses out for Cigar Journal All months right. ago when we did the voting. All right. So I'm prepared. So uh, the first one, this is the, the 2018 Cigar Trophy nominees and winners from Cigar Journal magazine. And this took place yesterday, I believe. So I'm allowed to end up doing it, but I've had it for a long time. Uh, best brand in Cuba. So we get best brand and best cigar. But best brand in Cuba, the whole brand, was either Boulevard, Partagas Maduro, Quedorce, Ramon Alones, or Trinidad. Don't look. Um, what did you pick? I opted out of that one. You opted out, so you have nothing. They didn't have a. They, t- they all taste the same button, so I. Yeah. Uh, okay. I didn't. Uh, you got a. You got a cho- choice. If I got to pick one, I, I go Trinidad. That does taste a little all different right, wrong. from the others. I probably went Ramon and Lonis. Wrong. I guess none. Boulevard wins it. Boulevard is the best brand in Cuba right now, and best cigar in Cuba is either the Cohiba Additional Limitada 2017 Talisman, H. Upman Magnum 54, Hoy de Monterey, Anejos Hermoso Number no. 4, and I'm sure I'm bitching all of this, the Monte Cristo 80th Anniversario, and the Trinidad La Trova. I remember what I voted on this one. I said Monte Cristo. I voted none of the above. I'll go Cohiba. It's Monte Cristo 80th anniversary, and I believe we smoked it on the show. Yes. Mm. So we smoked that one on the show, and Barry's got one point. <laughs> we might as well turn this into a contest. Barry. And best brand in the Dominican Republic, a Toro Fuente Grand Reserva, the Davidoff Winston Churchill Late Hour, EP Carrillo Encore, Gurkha Cellar Reserve, La Aurora ADNA Dominicano. Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill. Yeah, I'm going with that, too. I, All think, right. I think we unanimously voted for that when we did the show. And the winner is Winston Churchill. And I might as well tell you now, we have coming up on the show, Winston Churchill's birthday is November 30th. Oh, you brought the up calendar for upcoming shows? <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, so I did. You, that's two things you had prepared. Okay. Well, I have to have that because that's part of it. December 1st, the following day, is a Saturday. You didn't even bring the copy for the Perdomo Cutting commercial. No, because I memorized it. You clearly don't <laughs> have unlike it memorized. You, but I don't have memorized that Winston Churchill's grandson, Randolph Churchill, will be on the show. His great-grandson can we will get be on some, the show. Uh, can we get some December audio first. from Trading Places? There's some great stuff where they he's talking to Randolph, the other brother. <laughs> so I, I think he's probably a, a dignified gentleman. I would think so. So how cool is that, though, right? So here's the thing about Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill had two sons, Randolph and Winston. And Randolph 
his son had a son and called him Winston. And Winston had a son and called him Randolph, who was the guy we're going to interview. Boy, that's confusing. And he had a son. And what do you think he named him? Winston? John. God damn it. <laughs> it's a true story. It's a trick question. And that's going to be my first question to him. Okay, here's what ended up happening. Yeah, clearly there's and been a lineage laid out for your family, a blueprint. So you had one son. What did you name John? I'm just going to go out on a limb and what? say it here when, when he's not listening. Uh, his wife said, no friggin' way. Mm. <laughs> that's my guess. Yeah, but I'm Randolph Churchill. I have to do this. If they had, do you know who I am, wench? If they had a kid that was a midget, would it be a short Churchill? Yes. <laughs> it's a little Remember people. that wall that we talked about? Oh, okay. <laughs> Can I put a wall? Uh, best cigar in the Dominican Republic. A Toro Fuente Hemingway Classic. The Davidoff Nicaraguan Toro. The Diamond Crown Julius Caesar Toro. La Flor Dominicana La Vocada. Or Villaga La Flor de Inclined Torpedo. It's going to be the uh, Julius Caesar. I think I voted for the Villager, but I know what the answer is. But I'm pretty sure yeah. I said Villager back right. on the original show. Ed Sullivan, you got a you got a choice? Yeah, I'm going with the Diamond Crown. All right, you all lose. It is La Flor Dominicana La Vocata wins it. It's a good cigar. Best Dominican valued cigar. Cusano, Dominican, Connecticut. Christoph, original Maduro. La Galera, Habano. Leona Menez, Doble, Maduro. And Vega Fina, Nicaraguan. Wouldn't they just pick the one that's the least expensive? Not necessarily. If, one, value. if one's 520 and one's 510, which one has more perceived value? So you wouldn't necessarily pick the cheaper one. Yeah, I'm picky, and the one of those that I would smoke is the La Galera. Yeah, it's going to be La Galera. Yeah, we've, we all said La Galera on the show. And Christoph, original Maduro, takes the, the choice there. So right now... Nice job, Barry. You, you all got the Davidoff Winston Churchill, and Barry's up on one with the uh, Monte Cristo. Next is the best brand in Honduras, Alec Bradley, Prinsado, Lost Art, the Camacho American Barrel-Aged, Aroa, the first 20 Colorado. What are you smoking there? That's my vote right there, buddy. Oscar Valadera's the Oscar Maduro. Rocky Patel Vintage 1999. We have Jonathan's Choice, which is the Aroa first 20. I think on the show I said Alec Bradley. You said Alec Bradley? That's what I think they'll go with, Alec Bradley. And Alec Bradley is correct. We got two points there. We got a Barry and we got an Ed Sullivan. That's BS. That's B-E, Barry and Ed. We have next the best cigar in Honduras, Alec Bradley, Texas Lancero, the Camacho Liberty, LE 2017. Cavalier, I don't know what the cigar is. Cavalier Genev White Series Diplomat? No idea. No idea what that is. Uh, Fluid de Silva Grand Pressi Maduro and Placencia Cochecha. Coseca. One, Coseca, 146, Toro. Uh, I'm going to say Placencia. Interesting thing that Texas Lancero is a 70 ring gauge. Whoa. Because everything in Texas is yeah. bigger. Uh, I think I went Placencia on the show. I think they would go Camacho. And you think they would go Camacho. Liberty would be Ed Sullivan, and you would be wrong. And Placencia is correct. So Mr. Jonathan and Barry get the point there. Best value in Honduras, Asylum 13 Corojo, Flor de Copan Maduro, 
Cafe 1901, Don Fernando Maduro, Macanudo Inspire, Inspirado White, and Villa Zam, Zamorano. I don't know what that is. I just don't understand how Macanudo could be in contention. It's a Dominican cigar, but I'm going Asylum 13. Pretty sure I want Asylum on the show. Out of loyalty to my sick. Take your time, Ed Sullivan. There's no rush. Well, there really isn't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let's be honest. <laughs> I'm going with the Macanudo. And Macanudo, Ed Sullivan is wrong. And Barry and Mr. Jonathan get the point there on Asylum 13. Corello doing pretty good. We are the, uh, then again, we are tasters for this magazine, right? See, I'm not a taster, so I'm losing. Yes. Uh, best brand in Nicaragua, A.J. Fernandez, Enclave. Dave. Dave. A.J. <laughs> <laughs> Fernandez, Enclave, Broadleaf. The Drew Estates, Undercrown, Sungrown. My Father, La Opalicia. Uh, Perdomo, Reserve, 10th Anniversary, Connecticut. And Placencia, Alma Fuerte. It's Perdomo. 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 It's Perdomo. And Ed Sullivan, point for you, but you're way behind. That's eh, all right. Best cigar in Nicaragua, Alec Bradley, Nick uh, Puro Diamond. The Hoya Black Toro. McCaff, Reserva Limited, Pravada. Padron 1964 Series, Maduro Presidente. Tatuate, El Espirit, de Versailles, 2013. Ver for oh take, my 2015. God. <laughs> Do you have a knife? Yeah, we because you were butchering this. I know we. I totally destroyed these. Yeah, there's an app. Yeah, for just have Siri read it for you, buddy. Really? What do you got? Padrone. It's Padrone, President Day. That's a phenomenal stick. Well, I can't catch up, so I'll go the Hoya de Nicaragua. Well, you Why would, would be, you go against Padrone? You would be wrong because Padrone is the winner. Just to be contrary. All right, he's strategizing. Strategizing. I have to go something different to try to get a point. And now you have to go even further. All right, I'll I'll go crazy on this. All right, best value in Nicaragua is the Brickhouse Double Connecticut, the Cane Daytona, Oliva Series O, Padron Classic Series, or Rocky Patel 5.5. 55, because 5.5 is different. Uh, That would be Padron. He says Padron. Oliva. Oliva. They have strong European ties. Uh, They're going to play political. Oliva. I got Oliva. And you got Oliva, and Oliva is correct. We know what we're talking about here, huh? This is pretty good. Uh, Best brand in other countries. Casa Torrent Series 1901, MX. Cornelius and Anthony's Cornelius USA. M. Bombay, Java, G-A-A-J-A-C-R. Toscano. Villaga to- Tobajara. I'm killing this. <laughs> what do you got? Uh, I'm going to say Toscano. Toscano? Uh, Cornelius and Anthony. I'm going Villaga. Villaga. We have Barry with a point, Cornelius and Anthony. Barry's uh, doing good. See, I wrote that one down first. That is it. And uh, Barry, you ran away with it. Congratulations. You know your stuff. And uh, that is it. We got the best uh, cigar lounge in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, burned by Rocky Patel. I had uh, voted Ambassadors Fine Cigars as best cigar lounge. Lifetime Achievement Award goes to Carlos Fuente Jr. Coincidentally, I'm smoking the Between the Lines and pleasantly surprised. Um, 
sure there is, there is something different than this, than the short story for sure. Now, is it the short story size or is it a little bit fatter like the, the bestseller? I think it's a short story. It looked a little bigger. It looked Did more it? bestsellery. Yeah, I think it's the bestseller size. You know what? why Dave's smoking a uh, short format cigar? Because it reminds him of his fuse. <laughs> so not short true. Fuse. What stop? So that? quick, stop quick little background story is on the Monday before the anniversary party. Dave is heading out to go do the setup on the Monday, and he, somebody said something about uh, him yelling all the time. And he said, "I don't yell all the time." And Oliver just walks in and kind of heard Dave ever. say, "I don't yell," and Oliver. Really trying to step on on eggshells says, "You kind of have a short fuse." <laughs> and Dave goes, "What? Papers everywhere? Are you out of your mind? I have a short fuse." And, and heard, everybody's staring at him, going, "Dude, yeah." I heard even you got a I heard short Gianna fuse. was there and she was laughing. So this was the next day, and the next day after that, it went on for oh. three days of. And then I get home, and it's like you kind of got a short fuse, and I'm like, "Is this a freaking intervention, or what's going on here?" We tried it's staging one. We tried staging one, but too many people were scared to get yelled at. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Jonathan, I, I had one question. I'm a nice guy. So we put out two firecrackers this year. Which one had the shorter fuse? The Dave. The Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get uh, it. I think no, uh, I, I say, I say what I, I say what I say and I it's just not, get cut to the chase and that's it. It's not that you say it, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. When you when you start any sentence with what the F this is a bad start. This is going to put people on the defense. Well, we had this conversation like off air last week <laughs> about sometimes it's better just to get to the point and say it. Don't sugarcoat it and get it over with. It's like ripping the Band-Aid off. Imagine them all coming to me and they're all employed by me and they all come here and tell me that they don't like they the way threat? I talk. Is they threat? Dave, I'm going to help you out here. Are we finished? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Are we finished? We talked about me. I don't like uh, it. I don't like it because so, I, I don't want to be that guy. So the chat room on Facebook, the live chat says the between the lines is the same size as the bestseller, which opened, which happens to be the same size as the Opus X Love Affair. Okay, but this, none of them existed before this existed. Twenty that, I years. I believe ago. that was the yeah. first one. Yeah. So even you, before the bestseller. Yeah, I'm sure. Really? Yeah. Absolutely. Positively. So your perspective is probably off. It seems smaller with the giant cigars that have. They come came out, in the out with the barber pole version first. It was out just when short story was out, and then every once in a while there'd be a short story Maduro, and then all of a sudden it becomes the between the lines one, which, you know, people would, you know, say that it existed. This is before social media and stuff, so you couldn't see pictures and stuff. But people would say in the in the chat rooms and stuff that were, you know, happening I've in heard those about days. This. That this, oh I had it or something and it's like what Did, I never seen this thing and uh, this is how they've always been and then oh. one day it showed up and from the first box I had I grabbed the cigar out of it I, I'm sure I smoked one at the time and then I put one aside and just as we were getting ready to come up here Ed Sullivan saw me I go into my humidor and I'm yeah. look, like looking what should I get here and yeah. I'm like all right I'm gonna get this and then the next hour I'm gonna get a cigar I never had before and I think another. Very, very overpriced cigar. I've never smoked. We'll see. 
Yeah, and back I, in I, the, hope, I hope it surprises. That me. was back in the ASC days, mm. and Cigar Family was early on. That's as it. Well. Too. That was back when it, you had to listen to Dave in order to get on the internet <laughs> with the dial-up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that me? That was an insane thing. That was nice. Isn't that nice talking to me like that? But that cigar was created on the request of Cynthia Fuente. Oh, really? She was the one that asked for Between the Lines. Are you researching right now? Yes, I am. (laughs) He doesn't know the stuff off the top of his head. But anyway, that's that. I'm done with this. And what else do I have? I have the Don Raphael offer of the day. Very exciting. It's time for the Don Raphael offer of the day. Brought to you by Don Raphael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? And today, only $20. So I got a 20 on me. Okay. I'm still interested. Spring a mouse trap on your finger. 20 bucks. We'll set it. You press your finger down on it. I give you 20 bucks. So have you ever... I I did this yesterday. I'm leaving on my way home, and I pick up my lunchbox-looking travel humidor... And I bruised the underside of my finger. What's inside of it? Nothing. It's got cigars in it. It's not even that heavy, but I just hit the angle of the thing just right. It turned all black and blue and my finger puffed out. Yeah, I'm out. I'm not doing it. Did you drive yourself to the hospital or call an ambulance? Ambulance. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice. (sighs) That shot fused that solid. That stung a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just wondered because, you know, you can't hold the wheel effectively with that sort of serious injury. Yeah. I've, uh, I've sprung a mousetrap with my hand before, but not on purpose. And uh, it sucks. It hurts a lot. It hurts $20 worth, though. No, no, I don't think. Uh, I'd do it for 100 But not 20 Not 20 Is this why you asked me if we had mousetraps anywhere? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say break out the $20 bill and break out the mousetrap. You're going to oh, break no. your finger. No. no, no, no. You won't break your finger. The trick, most people would think you want to have the, the bar hitting the, the underside of your hand, but the trick is let it hit the knuckles huh. right yeah. on the bone. So not the meaty fine. He's not just not the, the, disaster. Not the soft, it. meaty part at all. Mm-hmm. You, you don't want, want it to, to be bone. the tip. That's what you really want, not the tip. Sometimes, the... sometimes just the tip counts in this case. No, it's got to be your finger? Or did you say your hand? Finger. Yeah, I'm out. Can I'm I pick the finger? It. Yep. Yeah, I'll do it with my thumb. I got a finger for you. We're gonna do. We're gonna do this. We don't have a mouse trap, but we're bringing it in for twenty bucks. You, st- you still want to stick to that? I would do it. Yeah, it had happened to me before. It's no big deal. You buy a fresh one for that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm so gonna, I'm gonna be doctoring up the spring. Do I get to keep the cheese? <laughs> yeah, we got to put something in it that he wants, right? And he goes for it. This could be fun. We're gonna definitely do this. So tune in next week. We can do this. Ed Sullivan, no way. Oh, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out, too. you got to be crazy. Yeah. Barry's going to do it. we got a right. plan. Definitely? Yeah, what's the worst? I wear Are you that hard up for I money? Spr- I, I wear a splint for two weeks. What's the big deal? All right, 20 bucks. Get those I can't get in trouble for this, can fingers? I? I don't No, if he sticks so. his own finger in a mousetrap, whatever happens to him, happens to him. Yeah, but he goes before the board or something and says, yeah, for a bonus, I had to grab going going to a It's going to matter how you word it. You I, can't I, call it a bonus. I was really you can't ner- pay him to do it. You have to put the mousetrap down and say. I think you're going to pay him to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you the 20 bucks, but you pay him. I got to just right. get off this thing. I'm nervous. The, oh, oh, look at you. Christine. 
Christine says, put the $20 yeah. bill in the mousetrap. Uh-huh. Don't say anything. You just put it down and say, whatever. What if I get the $20 bill off without it snapping? You owe him 20 bucks. <laughs> That's a loan. You know what you got to do. See, I'm kind of saying, yeah, because I'm worried about your short fuse. <laughs> <laughs> would you, uh, terrible. Would you consider I, I tripping not- the mousetrap with your fuse? I don't deserve no. this, this reputation. I, I just don't. You're just an animal. That's all. Just admit it. No, it's terrible. I don't that's like the it. Way, that's the way you're going to get better. Admit you have a problem. I don't think I do. I think it's the wussification of people is what's going on. You can't be talked to. You're doing something wrong, and I say you're doing it, and I move on. And nope, what you got to do is say, oh, you know, uh, it would be nice if it was cleaned up around here or whatever. And then later on, I say, you know, it's, it seems to be getting worse and stuff. What can we possibly do about this? But I just walk by and say, clean that. It's not like that at all. Really, the way you operate is if there's a room full of people with their shoes off and someone's feet stink, you walk around and you go, your feet always stink. Instead of just saying, dude, can you just can you go wash your feet? You're, you're a little smelly right now. It's bothering me. That you're in love with each other. I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, this is it. Last uh, choice on uh, your cigar you're smoking. What do you think? As I said, I'm pleasantly surprised. This thing, more than an hour's worth. It's, it is worth it. It was really good. I can't believe. I overlook the uh, Aroa First 20 Colorado all the time. I should smoke it more because it is delicious. It's a solid medium, very, very full flavored. No, it's a cedar. There's a little sweetness in there. Some dark brown sugar happening or molasses, as Ed Sullivan would say. Was it the best cigar in Honduras? I remember some cinnamon notes in it. There's a little cinnamon, too. I'll give you that. Uh, no. No, it was not. It was not. It was not. It was... Uh, Could easily be, though. It was nomin- nominated, so uh, just to be nominated, it feels like it should be, but it is not. Nope. The one thing that amazes me about this cigar, it's, it's short to begin with. But even What was get, that again? It was the Padron Series, 1964 Series Anniversario Natural. Yeah. And you could smoke this right down to the nub without it getting too hot. The burn line remains exquisitely thin, lots of flavor. It's, in my How opinion, is it losing three points on your point scale? If there's nothing wrong with it. He wants it stronger. I want it stronger. My palate's become the point where I need but more strength. But that's you... Right, personal. you so personally all, want it stronger. All reviews are personal. You don't think anybody reviews a cigar and they don't put their personal feelings into it? Either the mm. cigar burns well or it doesn't. That's the only way it can lose points well. or gain points is it performs well as a cigar, not, but, oh, I don't like the but, subtle taste of cocoa, so I'm going to dock it three points because I don't like cocoa. It, that's it's crazy. A review is your opinion. That's crazy. See, I, I dock it a couple points for the cap, and I didn't even see the cap on that one. Usually <laughs> <laughs> the cap is lousy, right? Yeah. yeah. It is. But is that is that a go-to for you? Because you're that size guy. I, I used to smoke a ton of Principes. Yeah. Although I have Maduro not. or natural? Maduro. Okay. Do you ever try the natural? I have. Okay. You know, because uh, as you know, with the Padron, sometimes I go in and the natural would be darker than the Maduro, so I'd grab one of those instead. Yeah. I am a Padron Anniversario Maduro guy. And on the 26, you like the natural of memory. Yeah, it's too strong for me. Yeah, you and I flip flop. Yeah. Okay. How about you, Ed Sullivan? What are you smoking and do you like it? 
I've still got my Aganor, so I like it. I'm not sure I'll put it out, you know, because I paid for this with my own hard-earned money, so I might keep smoking it into the second hour. Ah, we'll see. All right, we'll see how it goes, and we'll see. Is that, even, is that even allowed? It's allowed. He can do t- today. Today Anything is allowed is. because we have no script. And I'm off camera, so whatever. There we go. By no. the way, my people are saying that you need to calm down, Mr. Jonathan, that you have a short fuse. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Who Thank the you. hell Thank are you. your people? <laughs> yeah, right. My people. They're your people. And we're going to take a break. And when we come back, uh, I have no idea what we're going to do. we got another whole hour to go, and I think we might have used everything we have. A bit off more than we'll we get you. Probably. i got about 37 mailbags in here, so we could do those. All right. It was 40 before, and he's got 37. He got rid of one, so it's 39. But anyway, uh, I'm just doing the math because there's nothing else to do. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, uh, we'll see more crap. We, we More crap. Uh, you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX, all aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at twoguyscigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged to perfection. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast. Or better yet, passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. 
Com. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th Anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. The La Galera Habano uses a classic wrapper on a staple cigar for a classy company. Hi there, this is David Garofalo of the Cigar Authority, and I want, no, no, I need to tell you about La Galera Habano. The La Galera Habano is an authentic cigar elaborated with the hands of the best cigar rollers of Tabacalera Palma in the Dominican Republic. Blended around an outstanding, flavorful Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, the Dominican-grown Corojo binder, and the filler made up of Peloto Cubano, Criollo 98, and Peloto Oro, creating a medium to full-bodied, attractively consistent, and aromatic smoke that envies no other. I love this cigar. Have you tried La Galera Habano yet? Well, what are you waiting for? Available at Better Cigar Shops worldwide is La Galera Habano. The wait is over. La Galera Habano. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa, are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa tobacco farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family center company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste. Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is good smoke. This is the Cigar Authority. Smoke a cigar? Sure. The authority on everything cigar in and out of the cigar industry. You'll get nothing and I can. With your host. You smoke vile cigars all day. David Garofalo. Oh, that's fine as long as you're imported. Mr. Jonathan. You should have caught me before my operation. Barry Stein. I never drink. Why? And Ed Sullivan. Might even lend you my lighter. So it's time to light them up. <laughs> Good. The Cigar Authority is here. You are finally done to tell about nothing. 
Oh, today's the day. Show about nothing, and we're taking it to heart. Cigar Journal said it about us. We're the best show about nothing and cigars. So we've been talking about it for years to pull it off. So we thought we'd pull it off and actually not have a guest, not have any uh, show notes you of things went, we're going to bring up. We went all the you way. You went too far, though. No, Michael DeMarie, you're saying we're killing it. Yeah, we're one hour in, and uh, not a problem. It's good or bad, but yeah, we're killing it. Killing no, it. Is he taking screenshots of me? He took a screenshot of you sniffing the cellophane. There's worse things he could have caught me sniffing. So. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Don Brennan says he's bringing you some mouse traps tomorrow. Ah, okay. I'll be here. Please uh, do, Don I'll be Brennan. Uh, actually, if you want to come by Two Guys Smoke Shop tomorrow, that would be the time to do it because Mr. Jonathan is not going to be here. Oh, yeah. He's taking the uh, day away, and uh, I gotta, the party begins. Is he on vacation? Oh, that's today, right? He's on vacation today. Yeah, a vacation tomorrow. No, what is happening tomorrow is for the last 15 or so years, my friend Mike runs an ALS bike ride uh, long before the the Ice Bucket Challenge, and he's asked me for 15 or so years to DJ it, and I volunteer my time and set Even up. Even though you quit being a DJ 100 times, it's like no. Barry quits his last name, and that never happens either. Will you, will you be on a bicycle for the no, DJ? No, no, no bicycle. I'll just I'll be set up playing background music. And uh, what's interesting about this particular so, event? So you're being a DJ, yet everyone's driving away from you. <laughs> Correct. No, it's, and who it's, are you playing to? No, myself. The people in the tent. It's, it's great. inspirational. It really makes them go faster. What's funny about further this away is yeah. there's banners all over the place that they print to say thank you to all the vendors and Dunkin' Donuts gets a thing on there. The club that we're playing at gets a thing on there. The people that donate the food. I've never been mentioned on my microphone or on the banner as thank you to Mr. Jonathan for donating his time. For and 15 I, years. I have to get there to have music on for 6.30. The event doesn't even start till 7.30. I'm the first one there when they're putting up the tents there in is the morning. A, there is a 6.30 twice <laughs> during the day. Yeah, you One's only a, knew about one of them. Yeah, right? six thirty. Yeah. I'm not bitter. Now I'm okay with it. Yeah, that's it. And here you are showing up again. Now it's nice everything Jonathan's doing, but let's move on. All right. Um, the thing that <laughs> I want to talk about is Have I told you yet today. Can, can we light a cigar before you want to talk about it? Uh, no, this is really important. All right. Because we learned something significant during the break about how Barry. Learned to pronounce cinnamon. Yes. <laughs> he turned it into his safe word. Right. Once it became the safe word, yes. he really had to practice. Yeah. So in the whole mousetrap thing, I think uh, Barry needs to use the safe word, <laughs> and I think he will mispronounce it. I think uh, Don Brennan needs to put uh, Cigar City on the mousetraps, and that way he can take the liability, yeah. and you can pay the money, and Barry can have his winky snapped. <laughs> how, how, much to, about a how much to put your winky in a mouth? You don't have enough money. No, no. <laughs> how much money are you offering? Because I might be in. <laughs> well, that's a typical Saturday night for you. <laughs> you like that? You're into that kind of stuff, getting hurt. <laughs> I'm not against it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're going to smoke the second cigar. <clears throat> what are you having, Barry? What are you smoking? So I'm I'm going all old school today. So I was a member of Cigar Forums back in the day. It was called Cigar Live. It no longer exists. Are any of these cigars from back in the day? No, I, I, don't, I, don't, I got them today. But they're, they're cigars oh, okay. that changed the way I looked at cigars. So now it's Cigar Dead? So I got gifted with a whole bunch of boutique cigars, one of which was Tatuaje. 
And Tatuaje changed the way I looked at cigars. I started moving away from some of the mass-produced cigars, mass-marketed cigars, mass-advertised cigars. And uh, Tatuaje was a startup brand 15 years ago. That's probably when I had my first one. So I'm, I'm going back to my roots with a Tatuaje Regios. Right. Uh. This is the original, one of the first original sizes, actually. Yes. Okay. Mr. J, what do you got? I'm going brother versus brother. So I have the Aroa First 20 Colorado that I just put down. That's Christian Aroa. And then I have Gusto Aroas. He likes to pronounce it Gusto. I do not pronounce it Gusto. <laughs> no, he does. No, he gusto. doesn't either. No. So I have the uh, Aladino Corojo Reserva. They make about 400 boxes a month. It's 100% Corojo tobacco through the entire cigar wrapper, binder, and filler. It's a 5x50 Robusto. I love this cigar. And now I've never smoked the two side-by-side oh. like this, so I want to see which one I like better. So the little battle is on. Brother versus brother. Okay. How about you, Ed Sullivan? I went with the other cigar that happened to be in my bag, <laughs> <laughs> which is a- you, You're still smoking the same cigar, right? Yeah. No. Oh, no, you lit something different. I did. I, okay. I'm going with the uh, Romacraft Neanderthal HN. Okay. All right. And I'm going for something I never smoked before. And I don't know if anybody on the panel ever smoked this before. It was gifted to me by Sean Williams from Cohiba. He's now the new Cohiba. Face of the brand. Yeah, face of the brand. He used to have his own brand. Uh, yes, he did. Name escapes me. Though. Okay. How, how can... So, what? Who, like... And nothing against Sean. I'm sure he's a great guy. But who cares that some random person gets hired to be the face of a brand? Well, aren't they called ambassadors? Yeah, he's the ambassador of but the brand. But what difference does it make? Well, it's not like he's the guy who created the brand. He well, doesn't have blood equity in there, sweat I, equity. I think as an ambassador, he represents them at the UN. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's altogether yeah, different. Yeah. All right. So there you go. And I don't know what he I, had to do with this, I but I'm you telling smoke you, in the UN. you got a you got a beautiful looking cigar here with two bands on it, and what do you call that stuff that you, when you hold it under the light? Foil, not foil. No, you can read words. Ho- uh, hologram, hologrammed. It's the Cohiba Spectre. So show that in the in the camera. Related to Phil in any way? Phil Spectrum. Phil Spectrum. Or Regina. So this cigar is a hundred dollars. A hundred dollar cigar. So we didn't take them in to sell them. I just got the sample and I held it for a special day. That special day is today because I can talk about it plus or negative, whatever it is. Uh, and who knows if it's that great? Maybe we take it in today. Will be the determination of it. But I can't imagine something being worth a hundred dollars anyway. But here it is, the Cohiba Spectrum. $100 this is the day that you decide you're going to smoke the day. it. So I got something to talk about, right? By the oh way, Sean Williams' brand was Primo Mundo. That's right. That's right. He owned a brand. Yes, he had his own brand. Did he get absorbed? Um, when we originally wrote the story, <clears throat> I wrote that Primo Mundo was going to go to the wayside. He denied it, but I haven't seen anything about Primo Mundo since. So I don't think it exists anymore. No, he's busy so selling $100 you, cigars Whether now. you're doing a review or whether you're reporting the news, it's just your opinion, and you go with <laughs> well, it. It turned out I was right. It's like CNN. It's just because you thing. haven't just seen it doesn't mean it's not in existence. I do not I believe he's actively selling this, but Like, not, not just CNN. MSNBC, <laughs> well, Fox, they all do it. They all do They're it. all corrupt. All right. The Weather Channel. Can we have an official... <laughs> <laughs> Cartoon Network. <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, before we go off the rails, the official cutting is brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. 
Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, tradition and excellence. <laughs> quality, comfort, and price. That's nice. We're going to get Nick. Well, actually, Janine, I'm so sorry. I know Janine She likes watches. it. She likes it. She watches. They're in, they're in Germany right now, and they just got picked up their, like, 10th award. They win every single year they go there. Uh, my cold drawer is pure cedar. 100% cedar. Berry <sighs> Densely packed, but a beautiful draw. Imagine if it was a bad draw at 100 bucks. It's perfect. <laughs> Clean. It's a nice cigar. Nice cigar. I'm gonna you know when a, you open... I'm going to uh, put a price on this at the end. When you open the, a package of button mushrooms? No. no not at all. And you, you just you kind of stuff your nose in there and you get that really Earth. strong, earthy component. If the box was made out of cedar... And you could somehow get the earth and cedar to be combined. That's what I'm getting on the cold drawer in this Aladino Corojo Reserva. What the? He's conflicted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know what to do. Because he's not smoking the same thing as you. But well, he yeah. knows that cigar well. We all know that cigar well. That's unbelievable I just cigar. can't wait till next week when we have a goddamn plan. <laughs> it's going to be so much better. We're going to light our cigar today with the Lotus Mercury. The Lotus Mercury features two jets, single action, a flip-out bullet punch, an easy adjustment wheel, all for the low price of $29.99. It's the Lotus Mercury. And I'm lighting my friggin' cigar, so you asshats need to talk about something. I'll tell you what I'm not getting on my cigar. Raisin toast. Raisin <laughs> Little slow on that one, Ed. I'm not getting raisin toast on mine either. Jonathan, you're not ready to talk. You know what else I'm not getting? Butter on a pop tart. Butter on a pop tart. If you haven't, then I think you should. You could do two hours of this. Are you ready, Jonathan? Am I ready for what? Well, to talk. I guess I could be. Do you want me to get you some knee pads? So we did a contest last week. We're going to run into a second week like we said we were going to. Wow, blowing it early, huh? Yeah. I feel like you're struggling. <laughs> just, just gonna... Once you use this, it's over. It's over. So Ed Sullivan was at the anniversary party, and he uh, brought on um, different manufacturers to talk about automobiles. What, what did you say, Barry, to them? Uh, Ed, to them? Well, I asked them what their first car was, since we were giving away a beautiful car, Yeah, what they drive now, and what their dream car would be. Now, and here's my question, because if it was anybody else besides Ed Sullivan, let's just say me, Mr. Short Fuse would be coming out if I didn't get all 17 manufacturers. He only got 11 out of 17, and would, it's totally fine. We were expecting 10, and he went 11. Yeah. He went one over. It went... To an 11. Went to an 11, which is one more. I want to know what the hell is going on with the three of you. There's some sort of messed up You have a short fuse. And I'm the one with the short down. fuse? Yes, yeah. you are. All right. Yes, you are. You All right. More Everything that you're Mr. Negative. You need you're more not fiber Mr. Jonathan. It's Mr. Negative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's probably more, more 
fiber would do it. A little metamucil fiber. in the I morning. I need more friggin' fiber. Do you need a hug, Yeah. <laughs> I might need one. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So we're going to play it, and I would encourage people not to talk over these important yes. celebrities. There's 11 well, of since them. since I'm not a person anymore, I can disregard that statement. So you're going to hear one person, and he's going to have three different answers, then it goes on to the second person, and it goes from there. Write down the person that it is, and you don't need all 11, because we've only had a few people even enter this thing. We have three prizes, so all you got to do is get... Uh, we got four, because we got two of the roadside oh, okay. emergency kits. All right, so we got four prizes to give away, and that means if you put your name, spell your name correctly, you, you might win. win. You might win, but see if you can figure out who the um, 11 people are or the people you end up guessing. So, There's lots of hints here as you listen to the, the people talking. It's. I don't think it's all that difficult, because... You've probably heard them all on the show. This and I know Ed Sullivan has been dropping little hints. Even during this show. Yes, I, I playing have. some of the liners. Jonathan, do you feel like you're being disrespected on this show? Uh, I feel like... <laughs> oh, sorry. Wow. I, I hit the wrong button there. <laughs> uh, it's probably just as well. I wasn't FCC compliant during that little last rant. All right, so let's listen to it. I owned a 1976 Chevy three-quarter ton pickup truck that had more rust on it than paint. I uh, I drive a uh, a Mercedes S65 convertible. I think I, I think I'm driving it. Or if I could win this Smokey and the Bandit car night, that would be a nice one. All. It's number one. I had a, I think it was a Buick uh, Regal or something like that. That's what I had in high school. Something I, I don't I don't recall real well. Actually, I share a car with my with my daughter. I have a a, a little C3 series. Uh, and so, since I'm never home, she gets to use it, so we share that. Well, you know, I, I kind of like trucks. I don't know if Miami's the right place for a truck. I kind of like a Raptor or Ford truck. It kind of will do it for me. <laughs> First car I owned was a piece of shit Ford Mustang, and not one of the cool ones from the 60s or early 70s. It was that really piece of crap that they were making in, like, the late 70s. And it literally, I had that car for about 35 days, and then I said, there's no way I could live with it. Um, I'm driving a 2012 Ford F-150 Raptor. Oddly enough, that is the dream car. I think I'll just buy, I'll probably buy another one when I wear this one out. First car I owned was an old Silverado pickup. Now I'm driving a Hyundai Sonata because I'm on the road a lot, so I need good gas mileage. Dream car? Probably either a Tesla or an Audi. Uh, First car was a 19... 87 Dodge Ram pickup truck. I drive a uh, I drive a BMW 535 uh, M Sport Ferrari. Ferrari's always been a dream car of mine. Uh, Enzo Ferrari was the dream car in uh, in college, so I'd, I'd say Enzo Ferrari would be the dream. It was a 1977 Mercedes Benz 240 diesel. Right now, I'm driving a pickup truck, a diesel pickup truck, Mitsubishi. 1967 Shelby Mustang. Oh, the first car I owned, my friend. Um, it was a Buick Skyhawk, a full sunroof all the way back, glass top. It was limited production. All right, so my daily driver is a Ford F-150 Platinum, but my midlife crisis is a C7 Z06 Corvette. Oh, my friend, I mean, listen, that Corvette, that Z06 is faster than I can even handle, so I'm happy with that. I'm a pretty modest guy, so I'm, I'm okay with that. 
Wow. The first car I owned was a 1987 Honda Civic that was given to me and my brother by my grandfather. I'm actually driving an Audi A5. It's the first car I've purchased in the United States in like 20 years. Dream car. Wow. That's a tough one. I love the, uh, you know, like the old Testarossas, like the mid 80 Testarossa, fire engine red. First car I drove was a Mustang. I had a Mustang when I was in high school. I just I graduated from Mustang to Lexus. My uncle was an antique Rolls Royce collector. Maybe one day I will own a Rolls Royce. I've had a lot of cars passed down through me by my father. So uh, it's really cool because every all my friends always said, "What's that perfume that you put in your car?" And it's always a cigar that my father used to smoke. But the first car that I owned outright was a uh, Audi A4. Audi A4. Haven't changed. A new one, but at least, yeah. Audi A7. Yeah. If I'm living in the U.S., definitely an Audi A7. The first car I ever owned was a Mustang Ghia, 1974. I remember we got it for uh, $2,800 with car shaggy carpeting, AM, FM stereo, and an 8-track. Well, now I drive a Chevy Suburban. Well, I'm a big Aston Martin fan, so I like the Aston Martin DBS. It's a great car. I, you know, I just think it's a real well engineered. I love the way that car purrs, the way it roars. It's got that horsepower. It's got that James Bond elegance, that simple, classy elegance. That's what I love about it. So some of these guys have those cars like that guy. <laughs> he already has it because they did so well. That's a nice little hint there, David. So they're going to win. We have the... Um, We've got that movie basket with the video. And all the candy and, and the popcorn the and, and the video of the um, smoking the bandit. Right. We've and, got that uh, six-pack refrigerator, right? Yeah. And then we have two of the roadside emergency kits. Yeah. So those are the prizes. Just go to thecigarauthority.com, Barry. And, and click on the Contact Us page, and you can submit your answers, number them 1 through 11. Yeah. Make sure you put your name and address, because and we need your address so that we can send it to and you. And your phone number, just in so case far, you fat finger it, we yeah. can verify. So far, all of the uh, entries have done it properly. They put contest in the subject line. Yes. Their address is in there and their contact information. And that'll be great. So put that in there right now. It's time to find out what's up in the cigar world with Barry Stein. It's time for What's, what's up? up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse Cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled end to bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse Cigar today. And Crown Heads has teamed up with Drew Estate for an Ohio-exclusive cigar. This marks the first time Crown Heads has worked with Drew Estate. In the past, they've worked with My Father Cigars and E.P. Carrillo. 
Royal Agio and Lafleur Dominicana announced a partnership of sorts this week, as Royal Agio will now be handling distribution in Germany and the Netherlands for the Gomez family. That's right. Hey, 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 That's hang right. on a second. <laughs> That's coming up. We're going to end up having it on the, on the show coming soon uh, when we uh, tell you what we're thinking, but I'm thinking things. I'm thinking something. All right. And as you alluded to earlier, Intertabac is underway in Germany, which is the European trade show. And that's what's up in the cigar world. What's up in the cigar world was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the Cigar of the Year. Recluse Cigars is... What's up? It'll be the Conspiracy Show 2018 coming up on October 6th. And we're going to tell you what we think is going on in the cigar world. Really not happening, but we think it's going on behind the scenes. Uh, yeah. Something's going on. It's happening. Yeah. Something going on Something there. going on there. So you want to know what a $100 cigar tastes like? <laughs> yeah. So far, meaty, fatty, pepper. That's what I'm getting. Uh and that now has Are included like filet mignon, a fatty meat, a not a filet mignon, fatty, fatty meat, Isn't peppercorns f- on it. Filet mignon separated in the New York strip. Filet mignon is not a fatty it's one tend- at all. No, but tenderloin. It's the tenderloin, but it's separated by, by fat from the other cut of meat, right? Yeah, is the yeah more of a ribeye? Is the filet mignon in the center of the ribeye? The T-bone. Yeah, the T-bone. The right-hand side of the T-bone. T-bone. Fair enough. And the New York Strip's on the other side? No, New York Strip is a strip steak. It's it's in New York. It's in New York. It's way away from (laughs) any of this Texas stuff. Porterhouse. Yeah, the Porterhouse. I think his fuse is burning down. No, he's a very angry guy. You're not angry. angry. You're very angry. You're angry. No, you got it wrong. Everybody got it wrong. See, you near me too much, and it was—it's coming off on me. But it's nothing to do with me. It's you. (laughs) Are you saying when you're angry, it's caused by Jonathan? It's caused by a lot of times. Caused by him. And uh, my anger right now is being caused by all three of you. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. You need therapy. I need an intervention. $100 $100 cigar. Would you ever pay $100 for a cigar? Nope. Um, I think the most expensive cigar I've purchased with my discount was about 80 bucks. Really? Yeah. Oh, the Padron thing? Yeah. When the Padron came out? It's a lot. I'd find a way to weasel it like I weasel the unicorn off Osaka. <laughs> yeah. I need to do a review on this. No, I could have I weaseled it, but I bought it and did the review. Mm-hmm. And that unicorn didn't suck, right? No, it didn't suck. How are you doing, Jonathan, with brother versus brother over here? Man, it's tough to say, but this one is much stronger than what I would normally smoke. Which is the Aladino Reserva. This is the Aladino Reserva. Uh, All Corojo. Sometimes with Corojo, when you stack the Corojos on top of each other, there's one other cigar that does this. It's all Corojo, and that's 2283. The peppery component that normally is what... Corojo presents as the peppers kind of cancel each other out and you get more sweetness out of those tobaccos. And that's what's happening here. It's very, very, very faint finish of pepper, but right up front, there's more sweetness and they're, they're kind of known for their cedar taste. And that's what, that's the other thing that's happening. I'm wondering if they maybe age the tobacco in cedar 
Do they have cedar boxes or something? I think so. Most think Indian that's rooms how have cedar, cedar boxes. Yeah, no, I think they pile that tobacco in a cedar room. That's how they did with the old Camacho diploma back in the day, and that's what that's most resembled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Barry, you're doing the tatuaje? Yeah, 15 years to me, it still tastes the same as when I first smoked yeah. it. Yeah. Been okay. a consistent cigar. That, that's, that's what it's all about. And how about you, Ed Sullivan? Well, as you know, the Neanderthal sort of disappeared from the market for a while. And I think they had uh, supply problems with some of the components. Uh, some of the tobacco. Hey, uh, I, I'm going to take umbrage with that. There's, uh, there was the retailer's problem. I understand. Retailers yes, didn't order fault. enough. We didn't order properly. We didn't order we didn't properly, order and it's not the manufacturer, the uh, the fault of the person not right. making you're, a cigar. You're addressing why you didn't have any, but the fact is that they were not available this for is a sarc- period of This time. is sarcasm. <laughs> oh, I know. In, in its thickest form. And I know you're listening. It's angry sarcasm. But that is. <laughs> but, you know, my, my point is that I bought the HN by the box previously, and those were boxes of 50. Yep. So I was anxious to see what the new one would be like. And, and I have to admit, my first taste was a little disappointment because it's really not the same. Uh-huh. However, I went back and I figured, okay, well, let's approach it as a new cigar, not comparatively. And... It's an excellent cigar still. It's, it's really not quite the same as the original, but I probably smoked 20 or 25 of the new ones. And I'm giving it a thumbs up. Yeah, so you give it a fair shot. It's not like he smokes it one and done. 20, 25 of them, just to make sure. Yeah, I just want to go through half a box of 50 to, before I make well, up my mind. I mean, I think Jonathan tried to sell me the box of 50, and I, I wasn't ready, but I, I would pull the trigger on a box of 50. All right. Yeah, I'm all out. Sorry, I think buddy. that's important. You should never judge a cigar based on one. Absolutely. You know, you ate something that didn't that left a weird taste on like your yeah. palate. It's well, going to change things Have up. you ever? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to judge this on one because I ain't doing it again. <laughs> this is a $100 cigar. It's a very good cigar. Right now, nothing says $100 to me yet, but we're not. We're going to give it a fair shot. Have you ever judged a book by its cover yes. and smoked the one cigar and said, oh, my God, this is fantastic? That's how I used to do my book reports. And then <laughs> just, just look at the cover and write the book report. <laughs> Needless to say, I didn't do very well in school. Yeah, you digress. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, after you smoke that one cigar, say, this is fantastic, and then go back to that cigar and be disappointed. Yes. Yes. That has happened. That I never get well, what I got the first yeah. time out of it. Especially, I, and I don't mean samples at a trade show because oftentimes the mm. samples at the trade show are made to be spectacular, and then the regular production comes out but, as a different cigar. You know, in the boom years, sometimes somebody had come out with something that's fantastic, but they used all the tobacco they had to make the fantastic. Then the next time you got it, not only wasn't it fantastic, it wasn't particularly good. No, so. but it's happened many times to me that I, you know, especially that you. You know, say the cigar isn't that good, and then you start reading reviews on it, and then you start seeing high ratings on the cigar, and I go, i got to smoke that cigar again. I smoke yeah. the cigar again. I go, you know something? It was a bad day or something. The cigar was really good. Or I've turned a cigar down that we didn't actually purchase because I had the sample, and I said, no way, I'm not going to get it. And then all of a sudden, it's catching on and stuff. i got to try that cigar again. And I go, let me give the cigar a I'm shot. I'm noticing that reps are a little get, getting a little smarter, and they're not handing out one sample anymore. They're handing out two or three and saying, you smoke this with me now, but I want you to smoke this again later yeah, and case. again after that. 
and kind of get a, uh, an accumulation, a cumulative review. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's go to break. When we come back, we got to take a peek into the asylum, and we got a classic three-way, and I think we killed the two hours. A little talk in between, a little talk about the cigars. I think we got we this. We actually did a show about cigars today. There we go. We talked about cigars. And we're, we're actually know. running long in this segment. All right. We're going to be back in just a minute. Stick around, everybody. We'll be back. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Let's talk a little about Rough Rider Cigars. So here is where the motorcycle culture meets Cigar Nation. This badass looking cigar uses the name Rough, but delivers a smooth as silk ride each and every time. Even before lighting one, you can't help but notice it's sweet like honey flavor. Smooth and creamy, resembling slightly sweetened butter. Outstanding! The Rough Rider Cigar is so beautiful in so many ways. We're talking a premium cigar, imported, long filler cigar, but wait till you hear the price. Every cigar is in the $3 price range, that's right. Even the Churchill in the 6x60, every cigar is in the $3 price range. Rough Rider Cigars, there's nothing rough about Rough Rider except the name. Rough Rider Cigars. The following message is brought to you by Drew Estate. Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars in the new Drew Diplomat app. Join me, Barry Stein, from the Cigar Authority on Drew Diplomat. As you know, I am quite partial to Liga Pavada Number 9 from Drew Estate. So join me for a Liga and share your experience with Drew Estate. And while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit DrewDiplomat.com. That's DrewDiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Andullo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. It's time to light that cigar and stay tuned. The Cigar Authority will be right back on the United Podcast Network. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. 
that Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. The nearly 175-year-old H. Upman brand in collaboration with storied cigar maker A.J. Fernandez bring a medium to full-bodied, sweetly balanced, and yet complex smoking experience. Boasting an Ecuador Sumatra wrapper, this cigar produces incredible aromas and nuances of sweet spices. Today, almost 175 years later, the legacy of H. Upman lives on a brand new take on an age-old brand. Handcrafted in Esteli, Nicaragua by Cigar Master A.J. Fernandez. Available in four sizes, priced under $9. A legendary brand opens a new chapter in its storied history with the H. Upman by A.J. Fernandez. Hello, this is Houston Aurora from Jerry Tobacco. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Wow, that, that voice sounds familiar to me, Ed Sullivan. Oh, God. Yeah, just a little hints out there. <laughs> Because this is your last chance. Next week, we're going to come on, and we're going to give the winners, and we're going to tell the answers. How did you do it? How did you trade places with me? Yes. Because <laughs> the dead air used to piss you off to no end, and now it drives me bonkers. And a show like and this, if I, I gave, if I gave a hint like that, you'd be like, you just gave away the whole thing. No, now it's ruined. What was that movie where people switch places? Freaky Friday? It's like a Freaky <laughs> Friday thing's going on over yeah. here. Let me get freaky in your yeah. Friday. <laughs> So uh, if you are watching on Facebook, and Barry's mentioned, oh, there's a whole bunch of people on Facebook Live watching. Uh, and, you know, we, by, by the way, last week was like the biggest show we've ever done. Huge. And the reason being is we got written up in Cigar Journal magazine. So there's a lot of people could catching it, us for the first time, which is terrible that we're doing this show could it about be, nothing. Could it be? Usually there's a little something to it, but there's nothing. Yeah, we apologize to our yes. new listeners. Could it be that uh, maybe people had to go back and listen to the show 37 times to maybe. listen to that? To listen to oh, it could a be a reason, point. too. And then this will be the week that gets boosted because of the Cigar but, Journal Well, the people on... Yep, the they pe- would have to re-download it, right? You can listen as many times as you want. It doesn't oh, count. Okay. It doesn't only really count as the one. Yeah. But what we're asking the people on Facebook Live to do is subscribe to the show. Go on to a podcast catcher and subscribe to the show. And if you're looking go on to for YouTube, the word... Subscribe to the show. If you're looking for the word subscribe, you're not going to find it. <laughs> 
uh, but you could subscribe <laughs> to the show. Whatever. You like. I want to give a uh, shout out. Tune into the English podcast of Correct English. This is not it. I didn't catch their names, but we have our Pennsylvanian contingency in our live yes, audience. Yes, thank you so much thank for coming all the way up here. pilgrimage. And coming to see this. I don't know why you came <laughs> yeah. for this show, but bit, we appreciate bad. it. Not that any show is. Oh, they're going to do a show about nothing. This I'm going to go where, see that one. Yeah. And they drove like six hours here, six hours back, all in one day? No, sir. We've been here since Thursday. They've been here since it's Thursday. Thursday. Okay. Nice. So, great. Thank you. Thank you for coming up. Did you come up for any of the food things up here or just? Came out to hang out with Dave. Oh, all right. Oh, nice. Beautiful. Wonderful. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, they're, sh- they're shopping. They're, they're shopping. doing uh, they're doing the tour. Yeah, right. If you, hit, tour. if you hit three Two Guys Smoke Shops in one day and make a purchase, it's called the hat trick. I got two. I didn't get three. Yeah. Well, there's something to look forward to for yeah. the next time. There we go. It's called the hat trick. Right now, it's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. They're coming to take me away. Ha-ha. They're coming to take me away. Ho-ho. Hee-hee. Ha-ha. To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away. Ha-ha. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Are there sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars, take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars, with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80 Asylum Cigars. Don't mess with Texas, or in this case, don't mess with a granny from Texas. It turns out the mayor of Livingston had one of her prized miniature horses eaten by an alligator. So Granny got her gun and went out hunting for the alligator. Instead of becoming Mayor Hook, she successfully hunted the 12-foot, 580-pound alligator. Wow. The gator was baited with a dead raccoon, wrapped up in a noose where it was hoisted, and then Granny walked up and shot it in the head with a shotgun. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Despite meeting all the requirements for gator hunting in the state, animal rights activists are calling it shooting fish in a barrel. Granny, on the other hand, will have all the alligator handbags and shoes she could ever hope for, and that's not only insane, it's asylum. They're coming to take me away, haha. They're coming to take me away. Gotta respect it, Granny. Absolutely. It is hunting season today, it has begun around here. Hunting season began in New Hampshire today. We, we don't have many alligators. So. No, no, but we don't. Th- this is not the time to be wearing white gloves going out in the woods for your nature walks. Yeah. Wear brightly colored clothing. Yep. Start hearing the bullets in the background. It's <laughs> nice. It's, it's, it's the season again. What is those pop sounds out there? Uh, yeah, don't go toward them. Yeah. So um, we have a calendar of shows coming up next week. It is actually one year since we opened Studio 21. We're going to be celebrating. And with us will be Jason Land. He is a rock guitarist and owns a company called... Guitar Ninjas. Guitar Ninjas, yes. Mm. And uh, he'll be up here doing a night before with us, and there's tickets available if you want to do it. $49. We're going to have some barbecue from uh, Messy Mike's Barbecue. Yeah. And, the Pit uh, Life Barbecue guys. Yep. They do Pit Life Barbecue podcast, and they do barbecue. We're going to have ribs, and we're going to have wings, and we're going to have three cigars, and we're going to play some guitars, and we'll yeah. just like me sit back and watch other people play guitars. Yeah. 
$49, last chance if you want to come in on that. We'll have Jason on the show the following day, Saturday, and tell you uh, how it went. Now, yeah. Jonathan, do you think we can uh, somehow plug him into this board and get him to play something for us? or He can do acoustically. I think we can. Yeah. I think we can. Well, we can certainly test it the night prior. I believe that the the regular quarter inch input yeah. will uh, will Accepted yield instrument. Yeah, it'll it'll yield a positive result. We'll give it a whirl. Because I, if I'm not mistaken, a guitar pickup is very similar to a microphone, in its um, volume level. Is that how you say? Yeah, the, the, five the DBs. <laughs> yeah, the DBs. The All DB. Right. And that's not dead bodies. Correct. All right. Um, liking your cigar, everything's going. Have you made a decision which brother wins? Well, in your this is this is where this cigar gets intense, and we have it from Husto Aroa. He won't smoke it any further than this, ah, because it hits the pocket. He calls it, hmm. and that's where all of the tips from every cigar that they make end up in this cigar. It goes from a solid medium to holy no medium. crap. It's no medium. This is full bodied for a half an inch. It's mind-numbingly strong, and then drops back down to well, medium. In that, it's no medium. It's an eight out of ten. For a half an inch, it's an no, eight out of ten. The whole time. In You're that, out of your mind. Stronger. Smoke your cigar. Don't smoke mine. I got mine covered. Jonathan, in that pocket, how's the retro? He's handling? angry. <laughs> he's, he's short fuse, and he's angry. And this is the kettle calling. This is the other black or whatever. Yeah, this it is. is the other shoe drop, and you've somehow <laughs> baited me into this. Wow, you're very angry. Oh. You're very angry. Dave's a masturbator. (laughs) Well played, though. That was well played. I still want to put my cigar out in your skin, but that was well played. I'll do that for 40 bucks. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Meaty, fatty, pepper. I'm telling you about this cigar. Uh, We got some cedar going on. I'll tell you, perfect construction. Nice, even burn. It's a nice cigar. $25 all day. But it's $100. So I can't get past the $100 point yet. We still got a little time. 25 bucks all day long. You got 12 minutes to make up your mind on that. Where are you, Barron's? Um, for me, this is the cigar that I remember. It's very woodsy. Um, it's a $10.50 cigar. I'd pay $10.50 for it any day. It, it, it meets the price point. Now, Barry, did you run out and get a tattoo in those days? No, I never, I never did a tattoo. He's uh, very pain averse. You have a tattoo, don't I you? I have one. I have a hockey player on my arm. Which makes no sense at Any all. Any particular it's a, hockey player? It's, it's a faceless hockey player because I hurt my knee, went through depression, lost a scholarship. Instead of a koi fish, that was my closure. Uh, and there's no face on the, ta- on the hockey player. koi fish? Because that shows what could have been. So a lot of people get koi fish never as was a sign happen. of closure. I'm just going to let you off the hook. It was never going to happen. No, I probably wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> It's not an angry statement. It's the truth. It hurts, though. It hurts. I understand. But so, sometimes you that. say such hurtful things. Yeah, You're but it's very, the truth. Yeah, the truth hurts. Painful truth. Yeah, rip yeah. the band right, That's right who off. I am. That's who I am. The painful truth. Um, the truth is, we get the classic three way brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battles. But now it's time for the epic battle. Wow. It's kind of intimidating to be in the presence of so many great athletes. For this day. Tell anyone about this, I'll kill you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. In classic history. Here's looking at you, kid. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Nervous? Yes. All classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic, and every 
cigar is priced under, get this, under $3 per cigar. You like that, baby? Let him know where I came from, yeah! Choose any blend, including the Classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the Classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the Classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. Undertones, you idiot! Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar. Today is September 22nd, and I really geared up for this. I thought we were going to need it, so I actually have 11. So we're not going to need you have 11. 11 tiebreakers. Yeah, just keep going <laughs> until I lose. But I, but I have it segmented into two different things. Uh, one is. Kind of like take your time. The regular one, and the other one is when the new TV show began, because this is when new TV shows start each year. Huh? You should so, do that one. That yeah, would be fun. We'll try that. See how old we really and if are. If we need to go further, we'll go there. So I have six of them. Okay, and who is our champion? That would be me. Real yeah. good. Okay, so we'll start with you. The TV drama Charlie's Angels, starring Fairy Ferret. Farrah Fawcett, Kate Jackson, and Jacqueline Smith debuted today. What year? 1976. 76, he says. 1974. I almost put 76, but I got 1974. If he gets two points. Somebody does have two points. Barry Stein. Damn it. So Barry is two. Mr. Jonathan. I almost put 76. We have over to Ed Sullivan, the sitcom Family Ties. Starring Michael J. Fox premieres on NBC today. What year? 1981. 81, he says. 1982. 82. I have 1982. 82. Somebody has two points. Actually, two people. 82. Barry and Jonathan get two points. I watch a lot of TV as a kid. (laughs) (laughs) And ate a lot of cupcakes and stuff, too. Um, Just saying. That's not angry, right? Mr. Jonathan. Passive aggressive is what that is. Baywatch, starring David Hasselhoff and don't scoff the Pamela Hoff. Anderson, debuts on NBC today. Uh, what year? Um, what grade was I in? I'm going to say 19. You guys have your answers locked in. Yep, yep. 88. 88. 87. 87. Don't hassle the Hoff. I had 1987. 87. You know what I was doing when that show debuted? Selling cigars at Two Guys Smoke Shop. It was 1989. So 88 will take the point, and that is who? Me. Mr. Jonathan gets the point. He likes cheeseburgers, right? Hasselhoff? He does like the cheeseburger. He likes a cheeseburger. <laughs> uh, so we have Barry at four, Mr. Jonathan at three, and Ed Sullivan at zero. And it goes over to Barry. Friends debuts on NBC, starring... Jennifer Anderson, Courtney Cox, Lisa Kudrow, Matt LeBlanc, Matthew Perry, and David Schwimmer. Friends on TV. This day, what year? 1992. 92. 1987. 87. Not a chance, Ed Sullivan. 1992 is the answer I have. 92. So both of you will get a point. In 92, but it was 94. Yeah, you, you can tell who doesn't watch TV much here. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. So now it's over to Ed Sullivan. The West Wing, create, uh, created starring Martin Sheen, Rob Lowe, debuts on NBC today. What year? Mm. The West Wing. 2000. 
1999. And Mr. Jonathan will take the point and, and actually the tie. Boom, we have a tie son. right now. And we have one question left. Whoa. Uh, Ed Sullivan, zero. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, goes over to Mr. Jonathan now. And we have a tie. As I said, this is it. Crime drama. NCIS LA. Starring Chris O'Donnell. LL Cool J. Premieres on CBS today. What year? I'm ready. I'm not. Uh, okay. Okay. You all set it, Sullivan? I am. We're going to party like it's 1999. 1999. Wow, I'm way ahead of you. 2008. 2008. I had 2010. 2010, slightly over. It's 2009. Barry gets the point. In win, and Barry is our champion. We know what Barry was doing. <laughs> All these years. If only all of your questions had to do with bonbons, you would have had a perfect score. <laughs> no, that was pretty damn good. That was almost that was perfect. Good. Almost perfect. So, big TV viewer, huh? Still am. Yeah? Yeah, I like sitting in a recliner at night watching a show or two. I don't have any TV show. I don't have any nothing. show. Nothing. You've got nothing going nothing. on. Nothing. I've been falling asleep to uh, Norm MacDonald has a show on Netflix. Mm. It's uh, the worst, the worst interview show in the history of bad interview shows <laughs> of these shows worse than this show way worse no, can't be worse than he this. sucks as an interviewer he's terrible i have never seen a charlie's angel episode i probably saw one or two family ties ever never watched the Baywatch. saw one or two friends never watched the west wing or ncis west wing i never watched none of them hmm so if Does I pronounce the names wrong, which I expect, no, not a prize. It's just not a thing. Just but proving it, what a loser you are your entire life. You don't yeah. watch TV. Yeah, but I'm. It, it's funny what grade was I in and things like that. You know, right? I was working. I had the Farrah yeah. Fawcett poster on my wall. Because you're old. Yeah, I'm old. And, and, and so was Ed. That's why you did nothing. Living my life. You know? But if we went down, if we went into Dick Van Dyke show or something, what right. would you say? What year? Wow, that 1958, 57. You have to Google it, Baron. But, but, but pay no attention to that. That you, what he said, you would have any idea or something. I'd say like 1960. Yeah, I'd yeah. be guessing in the 60s. Yeah, 62, same year as the embargo. Dick Van Dyke show premiered on October 3rd, 1961. Mm -hmm. I was off by one. You're over. I was over, but yeah. off by so one. I, I would have won that at 60. Hmm. And it only Fair lasted year? for five years. Yeah, but it's classic. Those other ones, you don't see those anymore, right? TV Land. Cara oh, Burnett. Cara Burnett's still on MeTV. Yeah. I've seen all those now. What's, Again. What's up? What's wrong with her ear? She's yeah, she's tugging, tugging on her yeah. ear. She's yeah. got an infection. Oh, is that what it is? You know the story? Her signal to her grandmother. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. So uh, we did it. We did a show about nothing. You know what? It's and behind it, us now. It is, and it didn't, it didn't suck. It was okay. Well, that's maybe maybe it sucked. That's yeah, we'll a matter of opinion. We'll find out how many downloads it gets, but uh, yeah. Well, download doesn't, they don't know what they're expecting. It's going to be the <laughs> let us after and said, 
that was terrible. Yeah, but but this is kind of what again. it's like two hours before the show. We usually sit around and talk BS. Yeah. We made note to talk, not talk to each other before the show. We didn't want to get anything. Yeah, right. there, was no, yeah. there was really no communication. Jonathan wasn't even in the room. You weren't even here. We were ready to start the show, and you weren't even here. I was I, downstairs. I even walked in stuff. today. I said, Jonathan, what are we doing? Grabbing our own cigars? Can't tell you. You're on your own, buddy. <laughs> You're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Wow. Yeah, so we didn't want to say anything, and I grabbed them out of my, my uh, humidor and said, okay, this is the time to... Smoke this, I guess. Yeah. All right. And so. I'm, I'm really only here for the free cigars, so it caught yeah. me off guard. Yeah. The um, $100 gonna... cigar there, is it uh, final answer here? Final yeah. answer is... Uh, a third of the way in. 37 Construction 50. is very good. Look how nice the it's burn great. is. It's a high-end cigar. There's no doubt about it. 27.99. Yeah. Can I talk you up from 25? Yeah, 27. Or? I'd still buy yeah. it at 27. You get anything into into thirty dollars or something, you know, fifty dollars crazy. I wouldn't do it, you know. Maybe thirty, I'd I'd buy one. Uh, Twenty five dollars all day long. You typically, when you walk into a cigar shop that you don't own and you've not been into many, but you typically buy whatever of their course. most expensive thing is. Yeah. So if that was it, no, I wouldn't buy it. For you 100. wouldn't buy it for a hundred. No. No. Chat room says if we ever do this again, we need to incorporate alcohol. Uh-huh. I almost did. I almost brought my own little thing of alcohol and not mm-hmm. told you guys and had it hidden under here. And then I was just going to drink on the show. But I got someplace I got to be. I after. was going to bring a bottle. I got sidetracked. Dave, that was about that. So I got kind of forgot it sitting yeah. on my kitchen table. Don't worry. It'll be there. Still waiting for you. You'll be able to pound that thing this afternoon. Buddy. I definitely will be. A lot of drinking this week, huh? No. I mean, when we were out for dinner, we had like the five, four or five bottles of wine. But no, basically none. There, there were two of them. Between two people. No, there was five people at the table. And That's walk, a bottle apiece. And then there were people coming in and out that were sitting at the table with us. Huh. Um, so I'd say... At two glasses of wine, you you're had legally a drunk. You had at least had, four I, glasses. I had two glasses. I was driving back to New Hampshire. I had mm. two glasses of wine. That in his meal. system at once. That meal. Yeah, that meal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my wife kept disappearing up to the bar with her friend for tequila shots, but that's another story. So, so you got the rest of today. You got all day Sunday. Mm-hmm. There'll be more drinking going on. They'll be drinking today. Yeah, and the, and the Patriots are on late. Yeah, are you yeah. are you away from that too? Uh, I'll, I'll, it'll be on. My wife will be watching it. You so have your back turned to it in, just, in the house. I can't do that, so I'll probably wind up seeing the first quarter. It's a late game, though. Yeah, yeah I'm it, not watching. No way. We don't watch TV anyway, so no. me and Ed don't watch TV. Dave and I are more bookish. My wife had a horrible experience with tequila. <laughs> I don't read books either. Oh, you're honest. a podcast guy, right? Yeah, but I do podcasts, and uh, I watch news programs and things like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, like, I can't get into a series of, i got to watch the next episode. Right. I just it's too much of a commitment. Yeah, I watch a movie. But I'm not committing to every single now, week. Of do you have to finish the movie? Who or watches every single week? You watch four or five episodes at once. Never. That's the way to do it. Never. Well, Bang them out. Yeah, I mean, this whole binge-watching thing is a blessing, really. Oh, you it's awesome. You can go through a season. And, yeah. I used to do it with just the DVR before things were on demand. I would just yeah. set the DVR to record and wait until the off-season. Oh, so you knew how to fix the flashing 12 o'clock? Yeah. On a DVR? Oh, no, yeah. That's the other thing with the tapes. The tapes. Yeah, we didn't have the tapes with the VCRs. Oh, you never had the I tapes? Was, I did when I was a kid, yeah. but... So you never had a remote-controlled TV that was attached by a wire to the TV? No, I never had that. Yeah. 
in, in the really old days, get up and change the channel. You had children specifically yeah. to change the and channel. And I was the child. <laughs> I, I was my dad's remote control. I had, I had the remote that I was convinced was going to cause brain cancer because it was so friggin' big. It was, a, it was sending an audible signal to the TV, but that's because we were poor. Yeah. All right, that's it. I think we pulled it off. It's not bad. So it, it is what it is, but I promise next week it's going to be better because... I need you to promise something next week. What? We're going to get to these mailbags. There's we will. so many. We are. We're going to get to mailbags. Poor people are writing in. They got questions. All right. We got answers, and we got them next week. And we got Jason Land, the Guitar Ninjas, joins us here to smoke note for note. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And uh, so let's face it. You learned nothing <laughs> during the last two hours. You feel dumber now, don't you? Yes. Always remember, keep the lid end out of your mouth. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.